Brisbane Wakes Up with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey guys, thank you for downloading today's podcast. You know it's a Friday, which means we want to get the hell out of here and go home. Here it is. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. But it's a Friday, so it's time to recap on everything we've done. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Abby turned a big 4-0 this week. Happy birthday to you. The birthday girl, 40 years old. I appreciate everyone coming here for my birthday, and I really, really do. And, of course, there's been a lot of celebrations, including what was meant to be a quiet little lunch on Monday. I have been celebrating a little bit, right? And my beautiful friends took me out for lunch and we said, Scotty and I were like, we're not going to be home late. Her mum, Bev, is visiting from Adelaide and taking over the babysitting duties. Let's just say she ain't happy. I got a message from my son and he goes, when are you coming home? Nana's mad. You're scared to go home to your mum because you know you're going to be in trouble. I know that you've got my mum on the line. I saw her phone number. (laughs) Hey, mum. Yes, Abby. (laughs) I'm sorry. Again? (laughs) Again. I made sure she got home too on the weekend, Mrs Coleman. That was so nice of you, dear. Thank you. It's nice. Boys are always more responsible. We'll look (laughs) after her. You can trust us. You trust me and Stab. You know that, Bev. Yeah, oh, definitely. What about Esther? Not so much. No, no, you you cannot trust her. (laughs) I learned that no matter how old you are, you'll always be scared of getting in trouble from your parents. I'm six months pregnant and I was riding my motorbike and my mom, being deaf, decided to FaceTime me at the wrong time. So she saw my helmet and lost it. Oh, no. Nice. And you're allowed yeah. to ride a motorbike, whether you're pregnant or not. Thank you. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> my beautiful mother had to read my tattoos. So what did I do? Went and got the biggest one you imagined all up my leg. I hit it for about six months and she said, Kelly, I saw it six months ago when you got it. You put it on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> So she just wanted to let you sweat as long as... Yeah, she was letting me sweat. I sweat for six months. Your mum's judgement will always get you. Yeah. All Can right. you guys come home with me? We'd be dragged into it. How did you let her do this? Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's true. You do get those text messages, yeah. don't you? Pat's talk to me. Oh, poor Stabby boy. He's been under a lot of pressure this week. Someone's life literally depends on him. Dr Chris Brown, and now there's me, the Barden vet. <laughs> oh, dear. So I'm uh, pet-sitting a friend's cat, but there's an added degree of difficulty in that the cat has diabetes and I've got to give it an injection while I'm looking after it, else it dies. Yeah, you heard right. He has to inject a cat. They've got two cats, right? They've got Pickles and Cleo. Now, Cleo is the diabetic. I learned it doesn't matter if you've done weeks of preparation. There are just some things you cannot prepare for. I went back over the road after I'd given her the shot and I was just scrolling through Facebook. John had put up the photo of the cat going, I hope Cleo's not too annoyed at me that we've left for the weekend. And I was like, that's Chloe. Oh. So you gave the shot to the wrong cat. I don't. I'm not entirely. They had to have expected that there is a possibility that you'd get it wrong. You didn't mean to. the wrong cat. Did you keep administering the same cat? Yes. Yeah, that you did. Yes. Yeah, yes, so you picked 100%. one and that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, did you check on this morning? No, I checked on it. They, they got back uh, Sunday afternoon. I went around. They were all fine. They're fine. They're fine. They'll be good. They'll be fine. Well, the cat seems to be kicking and going all right, so thumbs up to you, Stav. Would anyone like me to look after their animals? <laughs> <laughs>
it is no secret that men are the worst at taking photos. Everyone posts their normal, like, photo, right? First day of school. Yeah. And I was like, Scotty, can I get one? Nah, I didn't get one. Three you days. got a photo, didn't you? Esther took one. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. And you got a photo. Everybody got a photo. But where do you stand on Photoshop? My face is the front of shop. I always think for my school photos for the kids, I like them to be how they were on that day. Mm-hmm. So you want the boys, if they've got a scar or a cut or something, you want, you want it to be in the photo yeah, so I you've do. got the memory. Yeah. yeah. There's been a situation where they have now started to Photoshop. A couple of the parents have requested for the photos to be redone because they're Photoshopped, mainly because they're poorly Photoshopped. Were the parents informed that it was going to, or asked if they wanted it to be done? No, that's just just the norm. And then then they were sort of said that some of them are just automatically getting done now. Mm. I've just looked at our photos and I realised, why did they Photoshop double chins in for me? (laughs) That's so strange, isn't it? Well, no, they took the other two off. (laughs) (laughs) It is a bit of a strange one with the children, but I learned that wedding photos, you've paid so much money, you may as well touch those bad boys up. One of my groomsmen had one of his eyes shut in the photo that we liked the most. Everyone else looked good. So we got the photographer to take his other eye, turn it upside down and photoshop it onto his eyes. Wow. So, so both eyes are open. <laughs> if you put the same eye on it, it would have looked weird. So they had to turn it upside down to make it look Can you bring them in? Sorry. If, if you look, if you look real closely, you, you can, can tell. tell. It's, 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 he's got two left eyes. Just, 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 just the left eye and the right side's upside down. Can't dance. He's got two left eyes. <laughs> we got Hubby's tooth photoshopped in because he's missing a tooth. That's the, right. It's right at the front because he wears smiles. So. The Tic Tac was too t- obvious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He wanted to wear a Tic Tac during the ceremony and the photographer's like, no, nah, I'll just edit it in. I'll Can you take the tooth from the left side? <laughs> Put it over there so it's matched. <laughs> That's what I've learned this week and you can catch up on everything again to get our podcast. It is in the listener app right now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This is interesting because Dolly Magazine was big among my friends and I. You'd get one and you'd all read it together at the same time. But you guys would know Dolly Magazine because everyone, no matter of your gender, would be interested in Dolly Dolly Doctor. Yes. I'd sneak into my sister's room, go in there, look in the... It was like it had all the pages clamped together and you had to tear off the zip on the side. Sometimes, but not always. Yeah, there was an extra special one of Dolly Doctor where they'd do like a big one, but then normally it would just be at the front. I think it was like seven pages in. (laughs) Yeah, right. But uh, it started in like the 90s. 1970s, mm. which I couldn't believe. But now, I guess, after so many years, they've been chatting to, like, the Dolly Doctor, a.k.a. Melissa Kang. So she was answering embarrassing questions from teenagers um, all around Australia. But there were so many ones of, like... <laughs> Why can't I get a tampon in? Like, there were very, st- like, standard ones that they'd always give. You can't even say it out loud. Look at you whispering it. <laughs> because it was in, that was okay, probably the sealed okay, section. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 but some of it as well <laughs> was, was over 18 questions, and I'm hmm. sure they were, like, um, old enough to be asking those questions. So it would be things about, you know, teenagers asking about how they kick off their first sexual experience mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So it was kind of... 
It was sexual education for yeah. teenagers well, think, yeah. when they didn't have the internet and they didn't want to talk to their parents about it. It was an Correct. outlet for well, them. But there was so, so much, I, I still believe it, there was so much like shame and stigma around female sexuality. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I guess the enjoyment even just back then. So that was the first one that you could sort of go, oh, okay, cool, I can ask them. Because before that, it was just biological lessons. Yeah. And then you'd also read it and go, oh, I'm not the only person. Yeah. yeah. But make no mistake, boys read it. That's what I meant. To learn, to learn. at yeah. the same time. Because oh, there, yeah. was, there was no dudes dolly doctor like no. we, we didn't have any magazines telling us what to do we had to just look to see if your mate's dad had a vhs tape <laughs> hidden somewhere in the house i learned so much from the cosmo sealed sections oh i bet you did yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's one though because the lady who wrote it she was a doctor for all these years she was a contractor so the magazine would actually write them all down and in the olden days they mm. would fax her uh, the questions. Then all of a sudden they emailed her the questions, but they contacted her and said, hey, we've got six months worth of letters that are about to toss. Would you like them? And she was like, sure. Because remember, you couldn't email it back in. You had to, mm. you had to write That's the manual right. letter. And we just want to know, is there anyone out there you don't need to tell us a letter? You can remain anonymous if you're still embarrassed about it, but nah, own up to it now. Did you send in a letter to Dolly Doctor. Do we have a listener out there that actually did it? Because well, these letters poured over from all over Australia. Why would why would we do this? Why would you guys want to do this? Because you literally said, I think it was even last week, you guys both said that they were completely made up and they were made no, up in the office and I, none of them were real. No, I believe that a lot of them were real and she, the doctor even will admit it, she's got a box in her house still of all these letters that are real. But there was one person that worked at the magazine that admitted they would come around in the group and say, so many of the e- messages were the same thing. Well, let's come up with interesting ones. And they would submit them. Yeah, right. they, they, did, they did put a bit of stank on a couple of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not, did you, any of your friends ever write into Dolly Doctor? No. We, no. I never we got We were pretty... We're pretty. Uh, there was one girl in our group that was very fr- uh, group that was very educated. So she was. <laughs> yeah, he's always one. Yeah. Isn't there? So she was yeah. a she was an early bloomer. So anything <laughs> you ever wanted, she would tell you the answers. So we probably didn't need Dolly Doctor. We would go there going, oh, how do they not already know that? But the issue but is, just told us everything <laughs> with with your reach of the uh, the group. Yes. They quite often give you about. 60% of the correct information and then 40% of it is still wrong and but you're totting around like, yep, that's 100% correct. I should give detailed reports and pictures and everything. Oh. Yeah, sketches. Sketches? Yeah, okay. sketches, yeah, because we got them confiscated once yeah. in our maths class. Is she <laughs> a doctor she, now? What, what she draw? No, she's not a doctor. Hmm. What do you think she drew? Well, I don't know. I wasn't there. That's why I'm asking. Just... A doodle? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. A doodle of a doodle. We don't have to whisper, we're adults. She was, I don't know what I can say. She was explaining the difference with some people that have been circumcised or not. Okay, that's and good And we education. were like, well, where is that? Where does it change? So she was drawing diagrams for yes, us. Yes, okay. Was she a good drawer, though? Like, Rachel's was a great yeah. drawer. Was she she great also did well. art, yeah, so that's very right, good. Okay. Do you, I don't know if we will have anyone. No one's ringing. It's so disappointing. It maybe changed. Maybe you drew, wrote a letter, and then over the years you had to write an email yeah. because there was the email update for it. Mm. Did you ever write in to Dolly Doctor. Mm. Mm. And like on Saturday Disney, they said, you know, when if, they you, said if you want birthday. it back, <laughs> if, they, if you want it back, send an envelope with a stamp on it. Because <laughs> otherwise we'll keep well, it. Otherwise we're keeping it. Oh no, this is going to make me sad. I would have hoped we'd get someone. We'll see. You never know. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. 
We knew it was going to be a long shot because we did believe that a lot of the letters were made up. But you guys were right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were trying to find out if I'm 13, 10, 16, feel free to call in if you back in the day wrote into Dolly Doctor for the sealed section. Some of them would have been real, but I just remember that uh, there was a podcast and one of the girls for the editors was saying that they used to have a lot of fun sitting around trying to work out what stories to put in there. And it would be a lot like, do you have a friend story? And then submitting them. But here are some of the, they've got a list of some of the best ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's written in. And honestly, like some of them were really desperate for advice, just saying, is it wrong to be in love with your first cousin? I'm 18 and I'm attracted to my cousin who's six years older than me and I don't know what to do about it. Signed would M. Acton. Would be considered incest if I married him and had his children? Well, the answer to that is no, isn't it? Yeah, you can they're marry like, your first no, yes, you can marry your first cousin, so that's fine. Just remember, if you don't like your auntie and uncle, they're going to be your in-laws. That's something you need to take into account. I can't believe you thought that about it. Well, I'm, I'm not just thinking about it now. <laughs> that's what you've got to think about. What when you met Cat's family, you didn't take into account that you're going to be stuck with them forever. I did. I did. So, yeah, 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 just got to think about that, man. Think about that. You can avoid aunties and uncles, in-laws, not so much. How about a year ago? I had, this is, if anyone's just tuning in, this is Dolly Doctor that I'm reading out, okay? Oh, no, this is excerpts from <laughs> Abby's, Abby's Diary. diary. <laughs> <laughs> Reflecting on her 40th birthday. No, this is, I'm reading out from Dolly Doctor, I promise. Letters about to About a year ago, I had pubic lice. I was too scared to tell anyone about it, so I just poured lice-controlled dog wash over the area. <laughs> How did that go? Just recently, I came back, and I just want to know should if the wash had harmed me, and if I could buy proper wash or cream from the chemist without prescription. You'd at least get cat wash, wouldn't you, if you were doing that? Why would you get for a dog? That's true. I think that's just someone, yeah. Wow, this is is before Google. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Is it possible to catch AIDS from a public swimming pool? My mum won't let me go to the local pool because she says she's certain that you can't catch it. Right. Everyone back, uh, no, of course it is impossible to catch AIDS from normal use of a public swimming pool. That's a mum that doesn't want a sad day wasted. Yes. Yeah, do you reckon that's, that's what it is? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> just awful. 100%. Mind you, actually, having said that, back in the day when, when it was prevalent and everyone was scared, th- that was the kind of general thinking, wasn't it? Oh, someone touched that doorknob and now I touch it, now I've got AIDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is ridiculous. Oh, because completely. I think we had, I remember once when we did um, sex ed at school and someone said about kissing if someone had HIV mm. and um, they said to us, even if you drank a litre of someone's saliva yeah. who had it, yes. like you still would not get it. And like, yeah, they're like, like that's how. Labor. Yeah. Mm. And, but then obviously you've got to be very careful if you're being sexually active with someone. Yeah. But. All right, last one. I've heard that you could damage your reproductive system if you water ski without a wetsuit on. Is this true? Classic. I have been. What is that? How is that a classic? Classic. <laughs> everyone, everyone thought that. Oh, if I'm going water skiing, the water gets up there and it damaged me. Really? Yeah. You're concerned about your ovaries? I mean, I, I used to hang around with a lot of water skiers. I have so. been skiing without one and I've had cramps in my ovaries. Should I have a checkup? Yeah, that's a... You're the only I one. don't think anyone thought that. No, I've, I've heard, heard girls talk about that before. Really? I would have yeah. a lot about the horse riding and have I lost my virginity if I horse ride. Mm. That's that would be a, a big one. Because mm. I would say... Well, no, it just means that it would... What is it called? Break you? your hymen. Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, I know you, do, you don't lose virginity, but I'm saying, can can you do that? Can the hymen break you, you from could, horse riding? Yeah, yeah, you could, if there's any, yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, it turns out we still need Dolly Dot. Yeah. <laughs> We do. There was a bit concerned there in the group. <laughs> Although, just a shout out to News Corp if the Courier Mail's trying to think of new ideas for the middle of their paper. Yep, yep. we, we know three people saying, that could Google it. Right in. <laughs> 
Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stockpiling's got a bad name since COVID <laughs> oh, because yeah. of toilet paper. And it's been hard for people that have always been stockpilers. And I'll say that uh, I think a lot of stockpilers, including myself, um, have been that way because they grew up in a time when money was tight, mm-hmm. which is why my mum did because my dad lost his job. And so we used to then only get the specials. And yep. when the specials are there, you buy up big. Especially when they're non-perishables. You know, yeah. like if the, if you can go nuts on canned stuff. Braid steak would be what my mum did and the baked beans. Nice. So when they're half price, you'd buy a whole lot of it. And hubby, seriously. So he's gone on to Instagram. I mean, I started up a bloody Instagram account. Follow him, Seedsman. Nah, nah, nah. Seedsman 17, get the guy going. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, not, it's not that interesting, to be honest. But see, he doesn't post very often. And then last night he decides because he does what you do, Maddie. He loves tidying out the pantry. And he even sent you a photo of it. Yeah. Because once a week he'll go through it and he'll tidy up when I haven't put everything in the right place. Mm. No, you because women never follow. We set up the process. Yeah, but we as get it going. Said, we wouldn't realise for 15 years we've been doing it all wrong. Yeah, because you don't listen. For 15 years I've been telling her. Whoa. Because you're always telling. And he posted a photo, the most boring photo ever, saying pantry clean out, terrible, terrible grammar, pantry clean out, just not sure, honey, if you forgot to order pancake mixture. Because it's a gluten-free mixture and there's a lot of them. It's but bad. they were half price. <laughs> so in two shops I bought the half price ones. So now I don't need to buy them for two years. 13 of them. Yeah, so I don't need to buy them for two years. Done. Tick. Achieved. And I've saved money. And he's not appreciating that. And he does the same as what you do, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Where hubby will go, hey babe, I just want to show you something. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. He's like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not telling you off. I'm not, I'm not telling you doing it wrong. You are though. Because he'll go, I'm just helping you. <laughs> now you're not helping me by showing me how to hang the jeans correctly. Helping me would be bloody hanging the jeans and then bringing them back in and putting them in the wardrobe. That would be the help. But going, I just want to show you how you could hang them better so there's no creases. So I put them up and the weight of them and then I get my hands and I run them down and that's how you hang them on the line. So I'm in a real predicament at the moment because when Esther, in my sliver of the wardrobe mm. she's given me, mm. I have my t-shirts, my long sleeve shirts, my jumpers, like I have an order to everything and I like them all f- to face the same way. <laughs> And when she hangs my washing, she just throws them in there like a monster. <laughs> but but you can't go to can't a woman who's washed your clothes and then put them away and be like, you've done it wrong. Mm. No, if anyone's going to do it, you shut up and you go, what a wonderful job. Mm. It's like if anyone irons your clothes for you, you go, that's perfect. That's thing. Well, you don't go, well, hey, wait, I'm hey, just going to help you. Well, hang on a second here then. Mm. you got to live by your rules because I remember when I showed you that photo of my dishwasher. And my wife was like, look at this monster. And my whole argument there was, but I loaded the dishwasher. No, that, that was that was ridiculous. You couldn't even shut the drawer. That wasn't... You it's could shut be the efficient. drawer. They but all no, came out clean. No, it's a difference, though, because Scott and Maddie mm. are next level. Like, Scotty is a clean freak. He likes everything in an order. Where Esther and I are livable. We're achievable. <laughs> we get it done, but we don't have to do it with the same precision that you guys seem to like. See, my main difference is if I tell you something's wrong, you don't look at me like you're going to stab me 
and then not sleep with me for a week and a half. You know I'd never do that to you, boo. <laughs> so I can I tell you. I couldn't last that long. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I was happy that the pantry was clean. Clean, yeah, I was yeah. like, babe, I love it. Just don't start posting photos it's about so it. It's so true, though. I find women hate it when you say, hey, babe, can you come here? I just want to show you something. I'm not telling you off. I'm just I'm just tell, like showing you. I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ten grand on Monday when we play Alpha Bucks. Two of the answers to win that money are Jack Russell and Japan. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Please welcome Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, David Schwimmer. I, uh, I I obviously watched the Friends reunion last night. I think I forgot how much of a fan I actually was of the show until it's all been resurfacing. Did, um, it, did it make you emotion? Like, did you feel emotional about it at did all? Did I feel emotional, Maddie? I sat down to watch it with Kat, and I think my wife's getting a little bit worried about me at the moment because anytime I watch anything, anytime I watch, there's a show on SBS called Secret Scotland where a comedian goes around Scotland, and I just I just start crying. Just like, but not even like crying, you know, like those tears where it just rolls down your cheek and you're not doing anything and you just have to keep on wiping it's, it away. It's an emo- you've hit the emotional age. You know <laughs> you when do, you you know d- your it, dad I'm... and your grandfather get to a point where they cry and do everything? Do you know what it is though? It's your testosterone goes down. That's why they say at this age you really have to start lifting weights. That's why you get all teary. <laughs> really? No, it's a, not a joke. Oh, wow. You reflect on life and you just get all teary. Well, my I think dad with the Scotland... started crying and he, I'm just like, oh, that's weird. I've never seen him cry. I think with the Scotland thing, it's because I can't go back home yeah yeah i get that you so know. what is it with the friends thing well the friends because i sat down to watch it with cat last night and uh, the the credits started to roll and i said look heads up <laughs> 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 and she's like oh for god's sake so i'm sorry it's just gonna and the, the first 10 minutes was just i yeah it, and it was, the first 10 minutes was different to what made me cry later on um but the first 10 minutes they, they walked back onto the set and um, they all sort of went in one by one and met each other and you could really see that shorthand like little things like um they all called it David Schwimmer Schwimmer. You know, is Schwimmer here yet? And they'd be like, oh, where's Cece for Courtney Cox? And there was that shorthand that they had. They, You know, you see the 10 years of the show, but you don't see it. that's an actual family yeah. that, that's been created with the... And it made me remember the time, like, when we were working on Couch Time, and you guys have had TV shows, you know what it's like. It is a big family. And we had we shot on a Saturday, and we had people that would cancel their weekend plans because they wanted to work on the show and, and, mm. and come in and do it. And it reminded me of, of all of that sort of... So they really are like a family and a group of friends that you imagine that you'd be like the seventh person in there. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, or even just I, knowing that that was their relationship made me think about mm. that, our, my relationships like that. Well, you start, yeah, you reflect on people who you, because you know, there's always people in your circle, and then you move on to different things in life, mm. and then you still love those people, yeah. but you and lose it's, touch. It, it made me realize it's not just the six guys; it's the the, the caterer that they saw every day, the camera guy that they chatted to when they were weren't working on the show. You know, all that that whole massive amount of people that then they had to walk away from. You've been here so long; your reunion's going to go for a week with all the different <laughs> producers and co-hosts that come True. through, and I'll be like. Do that. <laughs> Did they ask my catering question? 
Did anyone talk about the catering? They didn't. Say, they did say that they all used to sit down and have lunch together. I have to find as out. A, as, as I want to know because Jennifer Aniston apparently made the salad for all the girls, and they ate the same salad for the <laughs> ten years or so that they were on. Find out for me. I will. I will do a deep dive. But the other part of it was, and I know you guys, you you know, I have a like an encyclopedic knowledge of most movies or or TV shows. It's impressive. Um, But it's it's from it's for a reason, and it made me think of it. It's because that was the only thing, the only constant in my life, the only sort of thing that Friends was always on eight o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah, it didn't matter. I could have been moving house for the seventh time that year, but I knew that I I could sit down that that day and watch Friends. You used yeah. to hug the TV, and that's not a joke. When you lost it for a week because you were moving, you hugged the TV well, we as dr- the first we, thing. We drove across the Nullarbor plane from... Uh, I got picked up at lunchtime. We drove across the Nullarbor plane, and we went to Sydney, and there was TVs at Circular Quay, and I hugged the, the TV. Because you, you grew up with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a bit of a, a segment... Again, the tears were rolling. A bit of a segment in Friends. I, my experience isn't as bad as these people, but this is how I felt about it as well. This is people talking about what Friends meant to them. Pivot! Pivot! Shut up! Shut up! When we were on the first year in, in, in college, we were too shy to talk to girls, so friends was a way to be able to make new friends, especially ladies. My most favorite episode, Monica asked Chandler to marry him. After seeing that, I knew that is the way I wanted to ask my soulmate and my husband to marry me, and that's exactly what I did. So watching that episode got me thinking that I can also take charge of my own relationship. I was battling depression. I was a very at a very dark place. I was a gay man who wanted to have hair like Jennifer Aniston, so you can imagine how lonely I sometimes felt. And friends was what I came home to. Friends was, they were my friends since I didn't really have any. It became a reason for me to wake up every day because I felt I had friends around me. Like every Chandler, I found my Monica. They have no idea the kind of impact they've actually made in this world. So when they sleep, they should relax knowing that they have saved more lives. Even if they don't know them, I am one. Yeah, so it was nice. Were the cast crying hearing all this? They didn't even watch it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it was just a package. <laughs> I can I can understand what you're saying though. The turmoil you were going through as a as a young boy, you know, your life was turning upside down, and they were people. They were constant in your life. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, that's so sweet. No. Oh, wow. Do you want a hug? Sure. Because they hugged, didn't they? they Do you remember they used to always hug, and yes. then the one time that they didn't hug, someone broke their shoulder. Uh, Chandler broke his shoulder. Yes, mm. jumping on the chair. That was interesting. Well, hopefully one day we get the same response. I mean, that's as a performer, that's all you can dream of is hearing stories like that. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, uh, it is the fifth and final season and it is out right now on Stan uh, with new episodes on Thursdays. We're talking about the bold type and yes, I've seen some episodes only because my wife was watching it. Sure, oh, sure, sure, mate. I just sure, mate. happened to be you there. You love it. You love it. I happened to be there <laughs> at the time that it was on. Uh, we're talking to Aisha D, the star of it right now. Good morning. Good morning. Well, it, I mean, it's the afternoon here, but let me act like it's the morning because yeah. I did wake up not... Oh, so. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Were you, uh, I mean, I guess as a way, as an actress, were you ready to say goodbye to the show? Because there'll be so many people that fall in love that aren't ready to say goodbye to the characters. I think I had really, honestly, just such mixed feelings about it. I I guess I, I, you know, I was obviously like really emotional and sad to say goodbye, but five seasons is huge. Mm-hmm. I've never been on a show that long, so 
I just felt really grateful and I feel like it it definitely feels like the right time to be kind of closing this chapter and you know in 20 years when we're all out of work we'll come back for our reunion <laughs> Christmas uh, it's also good when the show instead of just when they tell you this is going to be the final season when you're aware of that so the writers can write for that and you can wrap everything up yeah. instead of just getting to the end of the fifth season they go by the way guys you're not coming back yeah, totally. I mean, it, that always sucks. And it's happened to me a bunch of times. I'm very good at getting cancelled. I, I don't feel anything anymore, you know? <laughs> I've been on so many shows that have just kind of ended unexpectedly. And and this one, it's been really nice to, like, be able to be very intentional about it and, you know, consciously say goodbye. There aren't many things in life that you get that with, you know? What's the worst way you found out that your show's getting cancelled? Like, is there one way you've overheard a conversation, you know, like, because there's a proper way in HR in workplaces where they sack you, but in your business, it's very different. Surprise, <laughs> you're not in the script. I don't think there's a good way. <laughs> I don't know. And to be like, oh, by the way, you don't know how you're going to pay your bills <laughs> next year or this year. Um, yeah, so I don't know that there's a good way. It's usually a phone call and you can just tell kind of in the beginning, it's like, Hey, so we just want to make sure are you like in a good place right now? Are you sitting down? And it's like, oh, okay, great. Yes, I'm sitting down. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, luckily, nothing too crazy. But I'll never. It's never good. So, with a show like that, how how beautiful the fashion is. Are you allowed to take any memorabilia? Like, was there anything that was gifted or anything that you took? Stole. From? I was going to say you stole, but, you know, borrowed and we'll give back at the reunion in 20 years' time. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a big, like, rule follower. I get very anxious at the idea of breaking any rules. So um, I did steal some things, but I, like, very much asked for permission before stealing the thing. Um, I got myself a little Scarlet mug with the little Scarlet logo on there. Um, and I got this little kitchen timer off Cat's fridge uh, on the on the set of Cat's apartment. Uh, and then uh, you know we 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 got to like buy some clothes. Right. Um, and I will say I got them back to my house, and I was like, when and where <laughs> am I gonna? Win? Because well, I've been told I dress like a little boy, like you know, big baggy jeans and like sneakers. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know where I'll. Win. But I got some fancy stuff, you know. Well, I'm glad some you cool did plate. because a, a mug and an egg timer—you could have got that in the souvenir shop of the yeah, show. Yeah, I was thinking right? that. I was like, "What about designing a handbag <laughs> yeah. or the expensive clothes?" <laughs> I don't want to do any of that. It's not really my style. But I like—I the, the mug is very important to me, and and my kitchen timer. Well, I've never used it because I don't cook. But it's there. It's um, it looks nice. <laughs> we are talking to Aisha D this morning from the Bold Type. Uh, you can watch that our new episodes uh, on Stan. You play Cat. Um, now you grew up on the Gold Coast, and we trawled everywhere for you. And I think you're the first actor to come out of the Gold Coast who didn't have a gig at Movie World. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! so much never got hired on neighbors either um <laughs> maybe i'll go back and do that i am trying to get back to the goldie i miss it well there's so many things now being filmed in australia since COVID. i mean thor's being filmed in sydney now and mm -hmm. they're saying that there's so many sets even up at the uh, wit sundays i think that they're filming up there julia roberts yep. is have you had like friends come down to australia to, to film now <laughs> and have you sort of got any offers yeah, well, I actually, I did a little um, independent Aussie movie last year uh, in November. Um, and I think 
I don't even know when it'll come out, but I had a great time. We're just walking around the bush. We shot it actually um, out in Yass. Oh, um, really? Wow. Where's Yass? Is that in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> I was very excited, like looking at the sign. I was like, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. People, people, anyone uh, who goes there always go, I'm in Yas Queen. <laughs> you, can't, you can't help yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I shot a little uh, independent Australian film out there called Sissy that will come out sometime in the future. Uh, but I, I actually remember when I was in quarantine, I was like in one of the hotels and a friend of mine from LA had texted me. She was like, you're just on my mind. How are you? And I texted her back. I was like, oh, I'm in quarantine in Australia. And she goes, wait, crazy. So am I. <laughs> And it turned out that we were in like hotels kind of across the street from one another. Oh, wow. So we would have little little happy hours in, you know, in the quarantine, in the quar. Does it work similar to when you're signed to a production company over in America? Are you like on for another Stan show? Is there more in the works for you with Stan or are you able to jump wherever you want to go? Uh, well, right now I'm a free agent for the first time in a very long time, which is actually kind of exciting and kind of scary. But yeah, no, I, I can go anywhere and everywhere, I guess. Um, I have a project kind of lined up for I'm starting in a couple of weeks, but I'm not allowed to say what it is yet. But yeah, got cool stuff happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. almost, I always thought that you always for... want to know, don't you? Yeah. And then when it comes out, we're like, we spoke through her. We knew that it was going to be that. <laughs> Must be time for a Saddle yeah. Club reunion, though, surely. Oh, my God, I would die. <laughs> Wait. That's a great pitch. I'm going to stop pitching that. <laughs> You're welcome. Stan would roll with that. I reckon Stan would like that. All right. Well, I have some of their email addresses. I'm going to put a pitch deck together, you know, well, PowerPoint we... present. <laughs> we have done that on the show quite a bit because we caught up with some of the stars from The Nanny. Remember that TV show? And then after they did a reunion there. So we are mm-hmm. claiming that we did it. I mean, we didn't speak to the cast of Friends and suggest it, but I'm saying now you should but go You can forward. say you did. I would believe it. Just say you did. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing they say, too, with the bold type is it's kind of like a cross between Gossip Girl and Sex in the City. And uh, like I said, I've watched a couple of episodes only because my wife had it on and I was just in the room mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Waiting for the next movie of Sex in the City, are you? Maybe. Uh, but you see <laughs> the extravagance. And I, whenever I watch these shows, I always think, is it really like that? Is there some people you've met in like in New York or in LA and stuff like that where their lives literally are what you see on television, or is it is it is the stereotype real or not? Oof. Well, you know, I think the like the clothes that we wear on the show. There's no way that's realistic mm. because in order to wear those clothes, the girls would have to be billionaires. Mm. Uh, you know, I look at the price tags sometimes and I'm like, this is outrageous. Like. Uh, like how much? Like how much would would one of like the most expensive piece you wore? How much was that? Like I think I was wearing these boots. And I was like, I like these boots. Maybe I'll buy these boots. And I, I asked them. I was like, Who makes them? They're like, Oh, here, you know, here's the website. They were two thousand dollar boots. Oh God. Yeah. No. If you've got to put tape down the bottom of them before you walk, <laughs> <laughs> you know that you can't afford them. Yeah, right. I'm. I'm such a cheapo, like cheap ass Tuesdays are my favorite day of the week. I'm, oh. I'm not going to buy. We don't have that enough in Australia <laughs> anymore. Um, with, with the bold type, we believe that there was someone working on it who really did work in the mag- in magazine world previously and would take some of the stories and put it in there. Was there any stories that she used to tell you that you just go, oh my god, I, I can't believe that that actually used to exist in the fashion magazine world? Well, yeah, we had um, Joanna Coles as one of our executive producers and. I know she's contributed a lot um, in terms of like 
the stories that we're able to tell and kind of bringing specificity to the show. Um, I think one of the, the crazier ones was that the Yoni egg scene from season one was actually inspired by something that really happened at Cosmo. Absolutely insane to think about. So that, um, that episode, because a, yo- a Yoni egg is like an egg you put up in you Yeah, so as she wanted to get more, um, more pleasure, so mm. did it, and then it was hard to... It was lodged. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, like, someone got something... I don't know if it was a Yoni egg specifically, but someone got something stuck... And it was a, you know, there was a whole operation. It was like a team uh, effort to get it out. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I think that is the true thing, is it? Whereas one person would just tell one person and then everyone that worked on the magazine would then know. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> so how did they get it out? What, she laid on the desk and then her assistant come and, like, brought a plunger? <laughs> yeah, plunger. No, I think... I- just like a lot of like positive affirmations. <laughs> and, um, you need more. Wo- this is a guy who actually has a wife and three kids, so I don't know if we really need to teach him an anatomy. No, lesson, no, do you know, <laughs> Come on, there's a lot to learn. I believe you can get you this can out. Come yeah, on, relax, mm. relax. Hey, uh, look, great to talk to you. The Bold Type, it's the fifth and final season. Um, It is out now on stand. There's new episodes out Thursday, um, and it's great to talk to you. You play Kat, which is an amazing character on there, Aisha D. We hope you're back in Australia soon, and we get to see you then. Thanks for um, zooming in this morning. Thank you so much for having me. It's really nice to hear my natural accent back. Maybe it'll come back to me. My accent's all over. (laughs) All right, now, piss off. Get out of here, all right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. See you later. Hey. <laughs> Not bad. Thank you so much. Thank you. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby, and Matt on B105.